Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekolder, Louisville Real Estate Show with you till the top of the hour. Hope you're having a good Sunday morning with us. Some great people who I really love working with on the radio and in person. We've got Chuck Crosby, who is the owner of the Crosby Law Offices. He does a great job on a variety of things, including getting loans closed. He also does wills. And as he says, if he doesn't know, if he doesn't do it, he knows somebody who does do it. Chuck, good to have you here. Also, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, joining us. He's on the road, and certainly he can do this job. He can not only be a loan officer, but he can do radio anywhere in the world. So he is joining us from his car today. Good to see you, Randy. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. My son, Greg, who does our marketing, our photography, and so much more, and he's joining us as well. Good to see you there, son, Greg. And then uh, you can reach me, Bob Sekolder, anytime, uh, we're helping lots of people to list, sell, and buy homes. You can reach me on my cell phone at 376-5483. If you'd like to see a rebroadcast of this show when you get a moment to see what it looks like from our Zoom position, call or just go to louisvilleanswers.com. That's louisvilleanswers.com. So some interesting things in the news, folks. I'm going to ask for your comments. This first one, and Brandy and Chuck, And Greg, feel free to jump in. According to a new Wall Street Journal report, the supply chain backups for materials continue to hit new home markets uh, and causing some owners to move into unfurnished homes. Again, let me score that underline, forcing them to move into unfurnished homes. Oh, I've got it for you. Yeah. Not just unfurnished, new construction. They're having such a backlog on appliances. They're they're doing loaner appliances. They're old. You see a brand new, a brand new home. Yeah. Um, and I know a couple big name, big name shows in town who are uh, doing this and they're yeah. giving loaner appliances, waiting for the back order to come in and then swapping them out. So yeah, and so shorter and that's from a while ago. That's months ago. So, so that's busy. where I'm going. So the the problems, uh, for example, uh, shortages in windows, garage doors, appliances, and paint. And in fact, 90% of all home builders around the country surveyed in November of last year said they were experiencing supply disruptions. So where I wanted to go first, Randy, it, can you even close on a, a loan as a mortgage company if all the appliances and everything is not in as promised by a new construction builder? The appliances would not be a problem, but if, if the, the cabinets are not uh, in, uh, uh, countertops or, uh, you know, it's not a functioning um, sink, et cetera, like that. Uh, uh, no, we cannot. See, there, that's the problem. And Chuck, have you, you got to have, have the certificate of occupancy? Yeah, physically. Right. That's, that's the big thing. That's right. So, Chuck, have that you had to write any addendums in closing that survive the closing that the builder agrees to put this in or swap out once the uh, items come well, in? Every now and every now and again, you have to do that. But I haven't seen one based on a supply chain issue yet. Okay. All right. Moving on. Home ownership continues to prove it can pay off in the long term. It's the largest source of wealth among most families, and it's been paying back more lately. And you may have heard us talk about this in past years. The new thing, the little caveat here is a homeowner who purchased a single family existing home 10 years ago would have gained, get this, $225,000 in equity if they sold at the median sales price of $363,100 in the third quarter of 2021. That's according to a National Association of Realtors research. So what it basically comes down to is 
If you bought a home 10 years ago, it would gain $225,000 in home equity. I think, I think that's what the grain is salt. I think it's a little puffed because if you look in the luxury market, there used to be 11 plus month inventory. Now there's less than one in a lot of places, especially here locally. So you take that extrapolation of those big inflations from the luxury properties, because you can, you can inflate value on those a lot more with grand kitchen renovations and bathrooms and master house. You can do a lot of stuff where you can, the appraiser can come in and find perceived value. But in the $300,000 price point here locally, even if you've got some, you're not going to necessarily make $225,000 from 10 years. You may make a hundred, but yeah. I think, like I'm saying, that number is inflated with all the other inventory. It, it's very possible. Increases. Very possible. Moving on. So Chuck, Greg, Randy, you're going to redesign your kitchen. I know, Randy, you're in the middle of a redesign in a house. And I know, Chuck, you just bought the condo yes. a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. Greg, you bought. So what are the key things if you were going to renovate your kitchen now? We looked at a trends coming, a trend study that's coming into play. 2,400 homeowners were surveyed. So get a load of this. The number one thing that homeowners who are renovating or who have renovated are splurging on are countertops. And now, more than ever, they're going with quartz, engineered quartz and granite as the most popular. Engineered quartz, 42% of the people surveyed would go with, and on the granite, 24%. So I thought that was kind of interesting that uh, we're seeing – Micah is a thing of the past. Yeah, sure. But there, actually, I will say there are some really amazing new Formica products that yeah. look very similar to the quartz look. If you can't, you know, there's a lot of new stuff out there. Other trends, supersized kitchen islands. Vinyl flooring is growing in choice and it continues really? to grow. LV, no, specific LVP. LVP. It's a luxury vinyl flooring. And it, again, kind of like the Formica, there are some unbelievable products that look exactly like manufactured hardwood or other like. And by the way, hardwood flooring, though, leads flooring materials in kitchens. And so also top color choices for cabinets, white and then followed by gray. So white is still the number one and then followed by gray. And then high tech appliances. The, there's another area where homeowners are willing to splurge if they're planning on renovating or buying or putting in a new kitchen. All right. So finally, Randy, Chuck and Greg, I would like to get your impressions of what would you pay you ready yep. what would you pay for a home that sits on 3.8 acres features 21 bedrooms 42 bathrooms built on a leveled mountain it has a view of the pacific ocean downtown los angeles and the san gabriel mountains it has seven water features including a massive um, moat that runs around the property. It has a nightclub, a full-service beauty salon, a wellness spa, a home theater that seats 40, a bowling alley, a 10,000-bottle wine cellar, 30-car garage, and 400-foot private outdoor running track. What would you pay, guys? Note, if it doesn't sell quickly, it's going to head to auction in February, and it will go to the highest bidder. So maybe we can pick it up for a quick buck or so. You never know. A quick right. 200 million instead of 295. We're, uh, we're in our COVID show, which means we ask for you to send emails to us. Those emails then turn into questions that I read to our team. You can send me an email, bob at com. Put radio question in the subject line and then uh, send in, if you would, um, the body of the, of the email, the question itself. And this starts off for Randy. William, very worried about interest rates going up next few months, uh -huh. as many people are. Randy, he says he sent us an email uh, asking us what should he do now 
to lock into the current interest rate. If he's not going to buy a home until April, when his lease on his apartment is up, Randy, any suggestions? Uh, it, yes. NMLS number two, six, three, six, two. And mm-hmm. we, um, rates have moved about three eighths of a point. Um, uh, you know, so a government loan, you're looking at, you know, in the higher twos and commercial, you know, 3.3 ish range before, um, I feel like that they're going to go up to about 3.75 by the middle of the year. Now this is where I differ, uh, from, uh, a lot of people. I do not, I think we'll see a little dip, uh, but I think at the end of the year, we'll get that 375 range and, and including Barry, uh, they all believe it's going to go down to 3% again, but oh, really? I don't okay. believe that. And also last thing I believe, and this is just me, uh, I've done a lot of research on gross domestic product and all that stuff. I believe the stock market will drop 10% this year. So there you go. there's my predictions. That's an alert for uh, any of us who have money in the stock market. Right. I would I would say, William, just do one more thing. If you're concerned about locking in now, find out uh, if you put an offer in on a house now, which would allow you to lock in the rent yes. now, and you put an extended closing on to say the end of March, your first mortgage payment, Randy, based on that would be May. Am I correct? Is the close somewhere mid-March. Yeah. So that may solve the problem right there because there is a delay. You can put an extended closing and even you go 60 days, that's going to take you to mid-March on the closing. Hopefully that will help you. All right. So Chuck, this one's an interesting one. Carrie is writing in. She says she owns rental property in Southern Indiana, has a couple of people who are not paying their monthly rent and uh, attributing that to COVID. And I think we're seeing that and have been seeing that in the Louisville uh, area as well. She's asking, can she now initiate an eviction even with COVID and the Omicron variant in play? I cannot answer that question because you said the magic words, Indiana, she's in Indiana yeah. and I'm licensed only in Kentucky. So let us stay with, with Kentucky then if that's happening to a landlord uh, a homeowner or rental owner in Kentucky what are their options right now yes you can evict Uh, there are plenty of evictions going on it's a little messier uh, a lot of zoom uh, court uh, dates Uh, you sit on zoom forever there's a couple extra hoops you have to jump through but it doesn't slow, slow it down that much. It just so gives your clear, attorney the, the a eviction more moratorium is, is over, correct? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. There's evictions going on. So, Chuck, again, the, this it can be dicey if you're going to evict um, a renter, both politically and physically. Yeah. You, but you do know people who do, because I don't think you go Absolutely. out there. And, yeah. Okay. No, I, I, I can't sit on Zoom like uh, the courts yeah. will have. You know, you're on Zoom for three hours. Uh, I just can't do that anymore. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I know plenty of people that are doing evictions. So, and like we're I said, give- there's a few extra hoops you have to jump through. There's yeah. a couple, you know, extra forms and certifications you have to make. But, uh, yeah, you can still evict. We are going to give Chuck's uh, phone number out in just a minute. So, you want to grab a piece of paper and um, a pencil or a pen uh, on this carry. We'll give you that number to call Chuck and get you some information. We're going to take a break. Incidentally, you can read reviews about our team, uh, Zillow and Google. If you want to see the Zillow reviews, just simply type into a browser, louisvillezillow.com, or you can go to louisvillegoogle.com. 
Also, by the way, if you're not a member of my Facebook page and I've got two of them out there, I don't know, Chuck, I didn't tell you and Randy this yet, but we're, we're breaking up individual um, the questions and answers and putting those out on the Internet as well. So if you get a chance, you'll see folks either on my Facebook page or feed or over on our YouTube channel. You can go um, to our Louisville uh, answers.com channel or Louisville homes, TV.com channel. And you'll see these individual answers. So on the eviction, Chuck, the, the goal is we'll package that and put that out there. So people who have questions about it can get that answer readily. So uh, with nice. us on, yeah, yeah, I think it's a great, good uh, concept with us, Chuck Crosby, as I mentioned before, the Crosby law offices at four, nine, nine, six, three, six, zero, Randy Rocky, who does a phenomenal job at uh, Swan Financial, not only Randy, but as all of his people, at 6450736. My son, Greg, who does our marketing and photography and so much more and so proud of him. And you can reach me, Bob Sikola, anytime on my cell phone, 376-5483. When we come back, 12 things you may not realize are annoying your neighbors. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. 699-6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Need a home loan or refinancing? You need to talk to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Why have they become so popular? Because of our programs, our service, and our competitive rates. And now listen to this new program from Swan Financial. Yes, we have a 1% down program that also you will get 2% grant money from the investor. Call Randy Rocky today at 866-766-1920. Swan Financial, NMLS 2473 and 26362. Equal housing opportunity. Call for additional cost information. Other restrictions may apply. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. I built the number one brokerage firm in New York City by marketing luxury homes to the most qualified buyers. What makes the difference today in your area? The same thing, custom marketing to the right buyers. In Louisville, the agents with the best marketing plan are Bob and Greg Sikola. Their personalized marketing sells more homes for more money. If they can't find the right buyer on your deadline, they will buy it. Get the best marketing for your home. Go to resellouisville.com and put more money in your pocket. News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sikoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you. Thank you, Barbara Corcoran, up uh, with Shark Tank fame. If you haven't had a chance to see Shark Tank, you can see it on Channel 11 or over on CNBC. I think they do reruns as well. With us, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499 
Also here, Randy Rocky Swan Financial, 6450736. My son, Greg, does our marketing photography. And you can reach me, Bob Sikola, anytime at 3765483. So what are the things that may be annoying your neighbors and you may not know about it? Almost half of Americans reported a dispute with a neighbor. That's according to a fairly recent survey by a website called findlaw.com. Chuck, does that ring? I was going to ask Bob, is that your, is it your neighbor that did that? Was Could that be? One? No, it's findlaw.com. So here are the most common causes of conflict noise. A blaring speaker is just one source of pollution. Uh, barking dogs. Okay. I, well, Bob, okay Bob dogs. I, that was going to be my next thing. Yeah. Guilty. But here's the quick thing. So I think we've got this under control. And then I have a fence that the dogs can see out to the street, right? It's a, like a metal fence. So I you were bought, proactive. You were absolutely proactive yeah. and took steps to remedy the issue. So I bought this material now off of Amazon that I'm, as soon as it warms up a little bit, it'll go across the front of the fence. So the dogs won't see people walking along the street. They won't bark. So just, I know neighbors are applauding me right now. Thank you, neighbors. <laughs> so uh, also other things, pets, but specifically pet waste and smell can cause bad blood. Oh, yeah. Yep. Playing in the street by kids can annoy some neighbors. Uh, not everyone enjoys holiday lights, but if the electricity consumption of your light displays rivals that of a small city, that could annoy some neighbors. I don't know why, but I'm just telling you, this is the list. Farmyard fixations like uh, chickens, cock-a-doodle-doo, that are your HOAs. in the morning. Mm-hmm. Too much of a good thing if you have someone in your neighbor who walks out to get their newspapers in their bathrobe or less. Uh, that could be annoying neighbors. Emulating the Adams family is one thing, but if you fall behind on exterior and home yard maintenance, that can annoy them. Errant tree debris, in other words, down branches, uh, things like that. Parking problems, if you're parking, parking on a neighbor's property or on their lawn. Trash talk, if you know, your trash blows inadvertently onto the neighbor's uh, property, that's a problem. I thought you were talking about UofL UK trash talk. Like, you no, know, no. And here's my neighbors who have a UofL flag outside. That's what happened. You know? Greg, this one must, might have been part of your alley a year or so ago. Controversial colors of your home or on your oh, yeah. the door. Old, the old turquoise house. Turquoise. Yeah. And then disrespecting boundaries, putting things that you own on some neighbor's property, and they're going to not be very happy with you. So we keep moving forward now with questions. Let's go back for Chuck Anthony has his home on the market and wrote us about a problem he just had. He came home, found all the lights were left on during a showing. His bed was messed up. The faucet in the bathroom was left running. Is there something he can do? Does he contact the agent or agents that have shown the property? I would contact the agents, but first I'd turn off the water. Uh, that's about the most you can do. And talk, you know, have your agent get with the other agent. Say, hey, w- what's going on here? And, you know, try and take steps to prevent it in the future. But there's really not a whole lot you can do there. Yeah. And, and if there were kids running around, maybe there needs to be an apology yeah. from uh, the other yeah. agents. I mean, that would be nice. Sellers. Yeah. But when it you call be. an attorney and you say, hey, what can I do? Yeah. Uh, you know, from a legal perspective, not a whole heck of a lot. You can complain. Uh, but that's about it. That's it. Moving forward, Randy, this is for you. Patsy was told by her loan officer with the, an initial loan estimate that her closing costs would not exceed $5,000. But all of a sudden, she's mm-hmm. seen documents with higher costs. There's an extra $1,000 in costs that were not on her original estimate. She says, why would the costs go up? Is her lender trying to make some extra cash off of her? Uh, that's very possible, and it happens uh, 
more than they should. Um, I, I would have to look at the documentation, and she's more than welcome to send that to me, and I, would, I could advise her on it, but uh, yes, that is possible. <laughs> Yeah, and so you want to have at least two or three estimates so that you get an idea of what the closing costs are going yes. to be because some build in junk fees. But it is also possible to take the take uh, up for a loan officer if they had estimated, for example, uh, insurance costs to be at one level and it, the home turns out to be in a much higher uh, insurance cost area. That could be a reason for the estimates going up, right? Well, Unless now, I just put in closing costs. If it's also included in prepaid, that yeah, that's a whole other can of worms. But if for closing costs change only, not the uh, taxes and insurance, then that that that's where the issue comes into play. Okay, got it, Chuck. Over to you and Greg. We can both identify with this. Sammy is uh, written in says, uh, "What do I do if a home seller took an item?" that they had promised to leave as part of the sale. And Sammy says, no, by the way, I did not have it in writing. Anything that oh. Sammy can do. Yeah, I know. If he didn't have it in writing, it yeah. better be less than uh, a particular dollar amount. Uh, if it's a substantial part of the sale, you know, it's got to be in the contract. If it's a, hey, you know, here's this item under 500 bucks or whatever that I'm going to leave. Well, then, you know, small claims court time. So you can under was it twenty four hundred dollars for small claims? Uh, twenty three in small claims. Twenty three hundred dollars. I was close. Sorry. Yeah. Back or any back over to you. Tony is about to buy her first home this year. She writes that she's heard that she can look at homes four times her annual salary. She says she only has a three hundred dollar a month car payment. So if she makes fifty thousand a year, can she start looking at a two hundred thousand dollar home? I think this helps all buyers who might be thinking about buying their first home. So what can they estimate in their head? I know obviously you want them to talk to a mortgage lender, but what can they estimate? Uh, depends on if they're going government or conventional, but it'll be between three and four times uh, their salary. Um, uh, that's kind of the. And you got to look at uh, what the credit score is, and there's a couple more uh, factors in there. But yes, three to four times your salary you can uh, is attainable as long as they don't have a, much other debt. But with her only having a car payment, that that seems in line. That so you make a really good point, folks. Listen to what Randy said, and just to recap: so yeah, three to four times your salary. But if you're late, and if you only have a car payment, but if you're late on that car payment, making that payment then your credit score goes down and that could create problems for you getting your home loan, right? Mm -hmm. Got it. Chuck, yes. back over to you. Delta sent us an email. She lived down the block from a home where someone had passed away inside. The home is now for sale. And yesterday a woman walked up to Delta and said she was thinking of buying the home. She asked how the neighborhood was and if there was anything about the home she should know. So Delta says, I didn't, know what to say and so i told her the truth so what should he have she have done so greg let me ask you a question so let's start with you you're let's you're living in your in your house and someone passes away down the block and someone comes up to you looking in the neighborhood hey i'm thinking of buying this house down there would do you know of any problems or what would you say to uh the person agent looking, or am i a homeowner you're a homeowner you're a mr homeowner none of my business 
or, yeah. or you'd say to them, I mean, me personally, if somebody, if somebody came up randomly in my door and was like, Hey, you know what I mean? To have, I'd be like, I have no idea, man. You might want to, you might want to look in this newspaper articles, check out the morgue history. Ah, ah, ain't not my problem. <laughs> well, I, I think you just gave it away. Chuck, what should a yeah. person who lives in a neighborhood I, say to anybody who asks? Well, I mean, there's no set rule. If somebody comes up and asks you what you think about your neighborhood, uh, short of defaming people, you're certainly welcome to say whatever you want. Uh, you know, my first question would be how much you paying for the house? And if it's really good, oh, I, it's great around here. <laughs> so you're exactly. raising yeah. what are your motivations? Yeah. What, what, do you, what kind of offer are you putting in? Yeah, the, you're raising the prices of homes everywhere. That's what your goal is. I see that. Yeah. There, there's no rule. There's no set rule. You, uh, and like I said, as long as you're not defaming anybody, then, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> but go ahead and tell them what you want or don't. And so buyers, I would tell you, this is a great question because, you know, if you're going to move into a neighborhood, you want to know what's good, what's bad. I always suggest to buyers, listen, drive the neighborhood, especially during warmer months, drive the neighborhood, talk to the folks who live here and see what they think about the neighborhood. But I will tell you, a couple of years ago, you guys, you may remember this question or problem we had on the air for radio, and that was the neighbors hated the seller. And so any time that the seller had buyers overlooking with a realtor, the neighbors would go out, make noise, and create problems for them, chasing away the buyers of that potential house, which right. was really, when you stop and think about it, that's kind of contrary to, because if you want to get rid of the neighbors, then I don't do that, know. right? Yeah. That's crazy. <sighs> All right. Yeah, but I remember that issue. But yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, nothing that could happen. Yeah, that was a real-life issue that we just were just shocked yeah. at that someone would do that. Randy, for you, Olivia is supposed to close on our new home next week. It's been delayed now for another two mm -hmm. weeks, and this is the third time this has happened. Her mortgage company is dragging the feet. Can she sue the mortgage company? So... We've seen this before where there are delays for a variety of reasons with the mortgage company. And I don't see that happening it, with Juan, but I'm, in general, it does happen. It, it, it's very difficult. Uh, I, I think Chuck can, can kind of hold in on this as well. It's very difficult to really get anything out of the uh, mortgage company if you do that. Uh, I mean, you obviously, you can sue anybody at any time. Yeah. Uh, I just don't see any advantage of doing that. And I think it's uh, I'm, I'm, but I, I, what do you think about that, Chuck? What's your thoughts? Well, I mean, what what do you think the causes of action here are? That's where I was going. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and, and would, there's just so yeah. many, it opens up so many things there. I know I, I say that quite regularly on here, but uh, it's just it's very hard to prove that it's the mortgage company's fault. Uh, it could be they can put, which is exactly what Chuck is alluding yeah. to. I mean, it, it just yeah. I think a lot of this sometimes, and not to put this at the feet of the loan officer, but also sometimes if the buyer is slow in getting information to a loan officer, that's, that's going exactly to slow right. everything yeah. down, up and down the block. So, folks, if you're looking to buy a house and you want to close, you got to get information to the loan officer quickly, right? Yeah. And it's everything subject to what's reasonable. I mean, just because mm -hmm. there's one loan officer that can get this done lickety split doesn't mean another loan officer will. And you, you can't just say, oh, everybody has to be as good as this guy. I mean, no, that's that's, right. that's free market. You you go where they're better. Yeah, and I think one of the things that, Greg, you can speak to this is that we work with, and you want to talk to your agent 
who works with people who get the job done. And, and I know Greg, Casey, and the rest of our team have a, like Randy, we love working with Randy and Swan. There, there are friends and then there are good business friends. And then there's people in between, but everyone who has a friend who does real estate and a friend who, who, who works at a bank, who's got a mortgage, you need to interview multiple people and see who gets the job done the best every time. Cause if you go with the person you trust the person that does it every now and then great show some trust. But that's where the problems arise is where the people don't know what they're doing. When you do your due diligence and you research and you look at the agents, you look at the loan officers, you hear the stories, you see yep. what the proof is in the pudding. I mean, you know, we are, we are out of time. A couple of quick updates for those of you who want to sign up for our newsletter, go to where selling louisville.com. No apostrophe in where. So it's where selling louisville.com. We're, we're, we're selling louisville.com. Also, if you want me to come out to kind of run through what the process is and set up a time to uh, discuss that, go to louisvillehousedoctors.com, fill out our form. Yes, we make house calls, and they are free of charge. We want to thank our guests for our show today because we really do love working with them. Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0736. Also, Chuck Crosby. Thank you, Bob. You bet. Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. Thank you, Chuck. My son, Greg, who does our marketing, photography, and so much more. And you can reach me anytime at 376-5483. And listen, we, we love to work with you. And we know there's going to be a big year for real estate. We'd love to be a part of your life and help you get it going. That's it for now, folks. Have a great Sunday. See you next Sunday right here on News Radio 840 WHAS.